0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of our Golden 20s. My name is Sadie, and I'm joined by my co-host Tegan. And we have a fun kind of year-end episode for you guys. We're gonna be chatting through all of our favorite things from 2021. So it could be movies, TV shows, music, books, general purchases, all of our favorite things from this year. But before we jump into that, let's do a Tuesday tip. Teg, do you want to share your tip of the week?
1: Yeah, mine's maybe not revolutionary, but still something I feel like we're sharing. And yeah. that is that adding a ribbon to any gift wrapping makes it so much more elevated and look fancy and like you spend a lot of time on wrapping. And this is my I secret. Love yeah, I do not give out a gift without like a ribbon on it or a bow or a piece of twine or something like that because it just makes it look like you spent a lot of time purposefully wrapping this gift to perfection. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a good tip
0: especially obviously during the holidays. Yeah. And I feel like there's so many ways you can like change up the ribbons like my sister used Mm -hmm. to work at a gift shop so she taught me how to wrap a gift because I was awful at it (laughs) and I feel like ribbon was her secret weapon as well and she'd be like you can tie it in the corner you can tie it in the middle like Mm I don't know just make them all look different
1: yeah definitely
0: yeah my tip is also holiday inspired and but you can use it year round as well. But I just want to spread the news of an app called Splitwise. And mm-hmm. a lot of you guys have probably already heard of it before, but basically, it's just a really great way to keep track of your spending if you're splitting the cost with another person. So yeah. when I lived with roommates, we would, you know, I found. That was a key time to use the app actually where it was like they bought something, I bought something, I ordered food, they ordered food and rather than just like keeping track of it like in a note app or something where it was like, okay, I'll have to remember like what I owe you, just putting it into the app is so easy and another time I use it is during the holidays when my sisters and I go in on gifts together so it'll keep track Mm. of how much each person spends and then it does the math for you which is the best part as to who owes what once everybody's kind of input their spending. So definitely recommend you guys check that out if you're somebody who is always, like, crunching the numbers to, like, figure out mm-hmm. how much you owe your friends or family and vice
1: versa. So, yeah, that's my my holiday hack. Yeah, I use Splitwise with Tyrell for, like, our all of our purchases because we split yeah. everything 50-50 and... Yeah, so I use it a lot.
0: Yeah, it's so like, I don't know. I don't know what I did before it, to be honest. It was yeah. also good. I know when we went to Nashville, one of the girls was like, just put mm-hmm. everything in split wise. And I was like, yes, yeah. like this is another great use case. Just like splitting the costs, keeping things easy.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. All right. So I think it's time for us to jump into our favorites. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I feel we're gonna
0: shine in different elements of this. Like you guys Mm. already know me, movies and TVs shows like movies and TVs, just leave it at that. No. (laughs) Movies and TV shows, like I'm like, I don't need to like watch the newest thing. Like I'm often the last Mm. person to watch whatever is like currently trending. Where yeah. Tegan's like the opposite, where she's like the first person to like, often sh- you're the first person I hear like talk about things that are trending. But then in other mm-hmm. categories where it's like makeup, skincare, like that's where I've spent a lot of like yeah. money and effort this year. So I'm like, okay, I feel like ready to talk about some of those things. So
1: yeah. I think this will be, this will be good. Yeah. Did you want to maybe start us off with talking about like your favorite TV shows and movies you saw this year okay
0: sounds good. So like I said not a huge movie and TV show person <laughs> so no judgment it's just no preference shade. yeah yeah personal preference exactly so I think the highlight of the year for me, like movie tv show wise was the friends reunion and Mm. if you guys know me you know i'm a huge friends fan like i don't watch new trendy shows because i'm just exclusively watching friends 24 7 like seven (laughs) days a week 365 days of the year like i'm always watching friends so the reunion i thought was so well done like The entire time I was watching it, I watched it with my mom and we drank a bottle of wine Mm. and I was just sobbing the entire time because I loved it (laughs) so much. So that was, I think, the highlight of my movies, TV shows category. I have a Mm. few others, but what was the highlight of yours, Tag?
1: Oh, that's a hard question. Maybe I'll say Inside, the special by Bo Burnham. It I think I watched it like six times and Mm. the soundtrack was like one of my most played albums on Spotify and I bought it on vinyl and it was just I don't know and like Bo Burnham every time he puts out a special it's right around my birthday and it's always Mm. like yes this is exactly what I needed and what I wanted right now and inside was very much like people were calling it like the lemonade of quarantine and that was very much the vibe of it so I just loved it so much. And I love Bo Burnham. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. I think
0: another highlight for me, Tag, I don't think you agree with this one, but This Is Us. Mm. I love This Is Us. I'm like a very Mm. obviously emotional person. I just told you I was bawling my eyes out (laughs) at the Friends reunion. But This Is Us hits every single time. Like I'm 99% of the time crying watching the show. Like, But it's like a good comfort like cry like it's not like what's wrong with you mm. it's like this just feels so good like feel good show yeah but uh I really liked the new season that came out this year and mm. I do think it's good they're ending it next year because I feel like it needs to be wrapped up like it's dwindling right. off kind of thing yeah. but they were a show that chose to incorporate COVID which I know like, was kind of controversial. But I thought how they did it was really good. I thought they included Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter really well. Like, I Mm. really, really liked it. And I feel like that's one of my favorite TV shows, just Mm. in general.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything against This Is Us. I just, like, started watching it and then just, like, stopped. Okay. Like, But it wasn't like, ugh, this is terrible. It was just like something else came out that I started watching and I never right. started again. Okay. But yeah, my husband really liked it. Like, I, d- I don't think he's up to date. I think he watched like maybe the first season or something. But
0: yeah, that I think this year yeah. was the fifth season. And then they Crazy. announced that maybe it was the sixth season. I don't remember. But next year will be the final season. So I'm also excited just to see how it all ends like because they always are like flashing forward you know so it's like where is this going when are we going to actually see this so i'm excited to see how they wrap it up i just hope they do it well Mm. since i'm invested now
1: (laughs) yeah 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 the next thing on my list was squid game which is something i've already talked about on the podcast and i believe it was the biggest streaming tv show in netflix history Mm. and it was just crazy good like it was a show that i like force some of my friends to watch and then they'd be like no you were right that's like the best show I've ever watched (laughs) and it's been renewed for a season two so I also hope they don't mess it up but it was just like so so crazy good and I feel like it is a good place like if people don't want to watch foreign shows or movies this is a good starting point because it's in Korean Mm -hmm. and it's just so crazy good. Like, it's addicting. You want to watch it all in one night. Yeah. So that was Those definitely the a shows. highlight. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I think to just, like, wrap up the TV side, for me, I'm going to switch to reality TV shows. So <laughs> <laughs> leaving behind the emotional crap. Um I was a huge fan of Love Island last year and I watched it again this year. And it's just like such a highlight of my summer. Like, it's one show where I'm like, I can't go out tonight because I'm watching Love Island. But it was like, obviously, five nights a week through the entire summer. (laughs) So so that's a bit of a problem. But I just love Love Island. I'm not a huge reality TV show person, but that Mm. one just hits. And also Canada's Drag Race. I Mm -hmm. just started... I guess they just started season two a few weeks ago, but I love the first season and I'm really loving the second season so far. I feel like it's one of the only Canadian spinoffs that's not pure garbage. Like I think the queens are great and I really, really love it. So that's kind Mm. of it on the TV show side for me.
1: Yeah. I had one more TV show I wanted to talk about, which was another like big viral hit i feel like but it was a mayor of east town starring kate Mm -hmm. winslet it was Mm -hmm. a mini series although they're like talking about it might come back but it was another one where it's like just set a weekend aside and watch it all in once because it is so good and she's just such a great actress and evan peters is in it who i like am in love with and he's also a fantastic actor so it's another good one
0: yeah Amazing. I think the only movie I have is such a lame (laughs) one, but I love To All the Boys movies on Netflix. I have like the Mm -hmm. softest spot for like coming of age, teenage romance, like those types Mm -hmm. of movies. And I love To All the Boys movies. And I guess it was the third one came out earlier this year. And I remember the night I watched it, like I think I watched it on, like, a Saturday because the Friday night I watched the first two, and then I watched the third one. Like, I ordered dinner in. I, like, had a whole night. It was just, like, the best. And, again, it feels just, like, my, like, guilty pleasure is these types of movies. Mm. So that is the only movie that really came to mind. (laughs) That's good still. Yeah. I don't know why or how we're friends because – <laughs> you're like a film person.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. Everyone's got their different things. Mine, I bet people listen to my listener like, "Ugh, this is the most pretentious thing I've ever heard." But
0: girl, fine. you tell
1: them. We have to you're meet just... in the middle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you're giving people like the Tiff recommendations. I'm like, "This yeah. is this is the Netflix original I really loved. It was all about, yeah. yeah. Uh, high school love." <laughs>
1: Yeah. So I have three movies that I wanted to mention that I really loved. Two of them have Timothy Chalamet in them because I'm in love with him. (laughs) So the first one's Dune, obviously, was a big, you know, blockbuster starring Timmy Tim. And it's directed by a Canadian. So that's very exciting. And it's just like beautiful. Like, yeah, Denis Villeneuve. But it's like a movie... That it, like, feels like you should see it in a movie theater. Because normally Mm. when people say that, I'm like, ugh, shut up. Like, as if. But it actually, like, (laughs) it's just such a big visual, like, blockbuster. So I Mm. love that. The second Timothy Chalamet movie I loved was The French Dispatch, which is the new Wes Anderson for Mm. all the artsy people out there. It was... Just like exactly what you would expect from a Wes Anderson movie. So good. And the last thing I wanted to talk about was Get Back, which is the new Beatles documentary on Disney+, Plus, which mm. was just so crazy good. Like the Beatles are my favorite band, and I've loved them for a very long time. So to see new footage of them... It's just, like, something that I literally never expected to see in my entire life. Like, I had come mm. to the understanding that I had consumed all the Beatles content. But, yeah, it was so good. in eight yeah. hours. Oh, my goodness. But it's just, it's so cool. It shows exactly how they write songs. Like, it'll show the that process cool. from, like, nothing to recording. Yeah. It's just yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. I definitely need to check that out. I feel like I need to check that yeah. out. The majority of your list actually. <laughs>
1: okay. yay they're one, all
0: good. <laughs> yeah. That one really piqued my interest to get back.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's cool because it's all the footage. This is going to be me being a big nerd, but all the footage of the Beatles that exists is like grainy film. And so right. this they used like AI to make it look modern. So it looks like it's like shot on an iPhone. Okay. Interesting. Which is so weird, but yeah, I also really love their fashion in this. Like, I just mm. went out and bought a vintage fur coat because they all wear fur coats. Love that. And I was like, yep, this is what I want. Yoko Ono wears leather pants the entire movie. And I was yep. like, yep, this is what how I'm going to dress. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Yeah. Okay, let's shift to books. What were some of your Woo-hoo. favorite reads of the year? So I wanted to say my favorite book that I read this year was something I'd already mentioned, which is My Year of Rest and Relaxation, Mm. but it came out in 2019. Okay. So I do have a couple 2020 ones. Okay. So 2021 ones ones. (laughs) (laughs) that I want to talk about, but I did want to say that that was my favorite. Okay. I'm just fascinated by it. So yeah. Yeah. I'll start there, and then I can go into my ones that were published this year.
0: Yeah. None of my favorite books from this year were published this year, but they're just ones I read this year. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I'm still going to talk about them.
1: (laughs) I've actually read two of these ones you're going to talk about. Okay. Amazing. This year also. So we can bond over that. (laughs) Great.
0: And I think, again, I've included all of these as one of my favorites in Tuesday 10, So Mm -hmm. actually probably a lot of this episode, if you guys have been listening all year and you know, we do our 10 favorite things every couple episodes, I feel like all the things I'm going to talk about have at some point been (laughs) in my Tuesday 10, but I think my favorite book that I've read this year and potentially of all time was Daisy Jones and the Six. I really, really, really loved it. Like again, I just have like a soft spot for like romance and Mm -hmm. this one was like, I don't know, romance, but it was still a little bit of like that band life kind of like musician kind of side of things. Also the interview style. I didn't think I was going to like that. Like I'm not a huge reader, so Mm -hmm. I never really read anything like that before, but I really loved how it was written. I was just so invested in the Mm -hmm. characters and that – started my obsession with taylor jenkins Reid, and i've read so many of her books and another one of her books is actually on my list as well which is the seven (laughs) husbands of (laughs) evelyn hugo yeah so those are two of my favorite books from this year even though they weren't published this Mm -hmm. year
1: yeah i just finished daisy jones and the six like a couple days ago because i heard they were making it into a mini series yeah so i was like okay well i'll read it yeah and see what's up and then I yeah I also read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo that's the first book I read by her and but the one I included on my list was her book that came out in 2021 Malibu Rising Mm -hmm. which is actually my favorite book by her yeah which I don't know why but it is
0: (laughs) I liked it too yeah I read that one this year as well I liked it for some reason I didn't like it as much as like I don't know I gave all of them like five stars on Goodreads like I really loved all of them but there's just something about Malibu Rising where I wasn't like obsessed with it I don't know it was still really really good like still yeah five stars but yeah it was a good one
1: yeah for both well, f- for especially The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I don't think I liked it as much as I would have because I had like an expectation of how the story was going to go. okay. And then it didn't go the way that I thought it was. So then mm. I was like, yeah, this is still good, but it's not what I wanted. Whereas like Malibu Rising, I was like, yes, this is exactly how I wanted this yeah. story to go.
0: Yeah. And so, I like how they tied yeah. into one another. like
1: yeah all her books that was very fun yeah yeah they all mention yeah. um the what's that guy's name like ricard something the dad character in malibu rising mick Riva. oh yeah 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 mick Riva. yeah because he's in seven husbands of evelyn hugo and daisy jones in the Six. Oh, right i think Daisy Jones and the Six was the first one I read. So I probably didn't make that. Oh, yeah. But He's very like a tiny, tiny part. He likes yeah. parties with Daisy at one point, but I was uh, like, oh, I really love are. that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Getting out of the Taylor Jenkins Reed kind of fan yeah. club <laughs> happening right now. I think my third favorite book or one of my favorite books from the year was Atomic Habits. And I definitely talked about this on the podcast, but I. I love self-help books and romance books. Those are the Mm -hmm. genres I read. (laughs) And Atomic (laughs) Habits was probably the best self-help book I've read in a while. I think just when I read it, it was really resonating for me. I was like really able to practice kind of what I was reading and like kind of Mm -hmm. think about things that way. And it was one of those where after I finished reading it, I kept thinking about it and kept loving it more. Mm -hmm. So that's how you know it's a good book in my opinion so that one definitely
1: is on the list for me as well yeah I had I guess three more romance novels because that is also one of my favorite genres yeah so one last stop which is like a sci-fi romance so that's the first of like that genre I've read so that was kind Mm -hmm. of interesting the x-talk which you got me for my birthday which oh, is yeah. about like, yeah, two podcasts hosts who pretend to be exes. And then they go viral and all kinds of craziness. But Ooh. it's like enemies to lover, classic. Love and it. people we meet on vacation, mm. which was another big one this year. You got that me I that liked. one for my birthday.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I liked people we meet on vacation a lot as well. Like, I feel – I maybe gave that one four stars, but I really, really liked it too.
1: Yeah. It was cute.
0: Yeah. I think just before we, like, move to the next category, I just wanted to shout out – you guys probably also know this already, but I subscribed to Cosmo and Style of Home magazines this Mm -hmm. year, Mm -hmm. and it brought me so much joy. Like, you guys have already (laughs) probably heard me go on this tangent, but magazine subscriptions are just – so good like they're not that expensive like I asked for it for Christmas last year and I feel like people didn't take it seriously like they were just like oh she probably just threw that Mm -hmm. on there just as an idea but since I didn't get it as a gift I got it for myself Mm -hmm. in January so all year long every single month I got a magazine in the mail and it was just the best I also found yeah Oh, actually, I was going to also mention last night I finished my or completed my 2021 reading goal, which I'm very proud of. So I did 12 books, one a month. But uh, between books, I would just like spend a few nights reading a magazine. And it was just like Mm. the perfect transition between books. It was like the perfect like reoccurring mail that I got. I just loved it so much. Yeah.
1: Yeah I also uh, Tyrell gifted me a subscription to Cosmo this year and yeah. I completely agree it's such a nice like surprise like I'm not always crazy yeah. about like subscription boxes because I feel like you can sometimes get a lot of stuff you don't actually want or need but this is like the perfect middle ground because it's still yeah. like a surprise new content but it's not like a bunch of stuff's going to waste.
0: Yeah and it's like light-hearted you know like it's not like yeah. Yeah. a waste of money because it's like Not a big deal. You know, (laughs) like you just read the magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So good.
1: Yeah. Okay. Shall we talk music and podcasts? Yeah. So my I'm just going based off of my Spotify wrapped, which just came out. Yeah. And my most listened to albums of 2021. First one I've already talked about is the new Greta Van Fleet album the battle mm-hmm. at the gardens gate it's so good it just makes me feel magical and i love it mm-hmm. and the second most listened to album was sour by olivia olivia rodrigo
0: yeah i loved sour as well so good it definitely had yeah yeah it had its
1: its moment i feel
0: like now just listen to like Three songs from the album, but I remember when it first came out. I was like, "We're playing this from start to end on repeat." Mm -hmm. So so good.
1: It brought me back to like my Avril Lavigne days for some reason.
0: Yeah, and like a lot of like
1: like, I'm in the fourth grade. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and the Paramore days, like one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, so so good. Yeah, I feel that's why I loved it so much because I was like, it's just like Mm. this ragey teenage, like heartbreak, like sad song. That yeah. I, again, have a guilty pleasure for. And I was just like, yes, this is yeah. so good.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was Yeah. Good.
0: I think my top album was Justin Bieber's Justice. And I remember mm. actually one of our like earliest podcast episodes, me going on, about how much I love this album. <laughs> and uh, Justin Bieber was my third top artist of the year. But mm. he was two of my top songs. So right. both of those songs were from his album, so I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. My top song was Ghost. I still love it to this day, <laughs> and as I am featuring Khalid, and Khalid was my second top artist, mm-hmm. so you know, love when my my worlds can intertwine. Mm-hmm. My first top artist was Taylor Swift, but she, me too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't listen. I guess to any of her songs enough to be my top song. I listened to the mm-hmm. one that was my fifth top song. But okay. I had it was because, okay, this is my Taylor Swift story. I <laughs> listened to early days, Taylor Swift. And then around the Red right. album, I stopped listening. So right. all the albums after that, like even Red, actually, I didn't know that well. Yeah. I didn't know Reputation. I didn't know Lover. So mm-hmm. when I got obsessed with folklore at the end of last year and evermore. I went back and listened to all the albums I hadn't listened Mm -hmm. to before. So I just had those ones on repeat. So again, it wasn't really like any new Taylor Swift, like even Red, like since she Mm -hmm. re-released it, like I haven't listened to it that much because I don't Mm -hmm. know all the songs that well. But just Lover, Reputation, and Folklore just have on repeat all the time.
1: (laughs) I think those are my three favorite Taylor Swift albums.
0: Yeah. Folklore, Reputation, and Lover.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
0: the Flawless album, like when – was it called Flawless? I think that was one of her earlier albums that she re-released this year. Oh, Fearless? Fearless, I'm sorry, yes. Flawless yeah. is too, like, I don't know. Beyonce. Not Taylor. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Fearless. Okay. I knew all the songs from that and listened to the, yeah.
1: like, re-release version a million times over as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just checked, and in my top five songs of the year, three are Taylor Swift. So my first top song of the year was Heat Above by Greta Van Fleet off that Mm -hmm. album I just talked about. But then it was Invisible String, followed by All Too Well, and then fifth on the list was I Did Something Bad from Reputation.
0: Yeah, I love that. So a little variety. Yeah, so good. Another thing i've recently talked about on the podcast actually as one of my favorites is the franklin electric they're a kind of like indie folk band i guess you could say mm-hmm. and their album was also one of my top albums and it's just so so good i love it yeah. they were one of my top artists of the year as well mm-hmm. and then love i don't or i think that's how you say it L A U V love oh yeah he's one of my top artists he for the second year in a row and one of his songs was one of my top songs I just love his songs they're just something I like love the lyrics I dance around to them and it's just so so good yeah
1: love that yeah so I think for our next category we're gonna talk about like beauty and fashion which is where you think your strengths will be (laughs) Outside, yeah, where
0: I'm more of just like my actual age, not like a high school girl who loves her (laughs) ragey music and, yeah, coming-of-age TV shows. So, yeah, let's start with makeup.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So, for me, I – you guys already know the story. I've been incredibly insecure about my skin this year. So, I've been using face makeup when I've never used face makeup in the past. So I need Mm. to give two shout-outs to my favorite products, which are both Rare Beauty. So maybe I am still Mm. my teenage self obsessed with Selena Gomez right now, but that is fine. (laughs) Um, The first is the Illuminating Primer, and it is seriously just so glowy and like beautiful. Like, I absolutely love it, and I find it is long-lasting. And then I also use the Rare Beauty Liquid Touch Weightless Foundation, I find Mm -hmm. I like piled that shit on my face when I was really breaking out badly (laughs) and it did give me confidence to like, you know, go out, socialize and I wasn't like, I don't know. It was, Mm -hmm. I think that's why I like loved it so much because I was like, wow, it actually made me feel good in my skin. But now that my skin Mm -hmm. is a little bit better, knock on wood, I still use it like super light and it's like lightweight, but buildable when you need it to be. And again, I just... I love it so much. So those were like my game changers in makeup this year.
1: Mm. Yeah, I had two items for this year, both from the brand NARS. Mm. So first is the NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer, which is the only concealer I've ever repurchased mm. when I run out. Interesting. And it's just like the perfect amount of coverage like it's not too like greasy and cakey and it doesn't crease under my eyes but it's still like will cover stuff if i needed to and the other item is actually something you got me for my birthday in like a sephora i don't know what the word is like gift box
0: yeah like it's like mini size gift set gift set yeah yeah
1: yeah, this was the uh, the full sized item and the gift you got me, and it's a NARS lip oil, in the color Orgasm, classic, yeah. and it's just so good. Especially like working from home or like wearing masks. I don't want to wear lipstick, mm-hmm. but it's not sticky like a lipstick, so I can put it on and wear a mask, and it's not like I feel like lip gloss getting smudged all over my face or lipstick. And it's so hydrating, like it literally looks like your natural lips, but makes them so smooth and shiny. Mm. So I was I'm gonna obsessed. ask, is it
0: tinted at all? I don't know if lip oils can be. A little bit. Okay. Yeah.
1: Like I think it depends on which like color you get. So okay. mine's like pink with like a little bit of sparkle, but it would it looks natural. Okay.
0: Hmm. I'll have yeah. to check that out. That sounds good. Yeah, it's so
1: good. Yeah
0: kind of transitioning into skincare. You guys have also heard me talk about this before, but I <laughs> really really love the Kylie Skin Makeup Melting Cleanser. Again, since mm-hmm. I was wearing face makeup for the first time, I was like I need something that is like really gentle on my skin and mm-hmm. removes makeup at the same time. And this stuff I've just started using a few months ago, like maybe I want to say the end of summer, maybe even middle of summer and It's been Mm -hmm. my actual favorite. Like I have repurchased it already because I'm like, I cannot run out of this stuff. So Mm -hmm. definitely good, really gentle on the skin. And I find my breakouts have been a lot less since I started using it. But Mm -hmm. also what's really helped my breakouts too. And again, this is just like the superstar of my skincare routine. That's why I have to shout it out is the Dermalogica Breakout (laughs) Clearing Booster. And I know for sure I talked about this in a Tuesday 10, but this stuff guys is, I swear why my skin is doing so well right now, knock on wood again, ever since I started using it, like I really haven't had crazy breakouts and it's something like it has salicylic acid in it, but not, it's not too potent. So you can use it every day. And pretty much ever since I started using it, like I said, I have had no breakouts, so it's yeah been the the hero of my skincare routine,, hmm.
1: yeah, I have two things to mention in this category. the first one I also think I've talked about maybe in like our skincare episode or maybe in a Tuesday ten, but it's the belief the true cream aqua bomb, mm-hmm. which is my favorite moisturizer, and I have very dry skin, so I've tried a lot, but what I like about it. Is that it doesn't feel, like, greasy. It just Ooh. feels, like, moisturizing. Yeah, that's Which good. is why I love it. Yeah, that's key. Yeah. And it's very, like... I don't know. It's not, like, scented or anything. Like, it feels very, like, clinical and safe for your skin. Like, it's just doing its job, which yeah. I like. Yeah. And the second thing I've definitely talked about, and I guess this really isn't skincare, but personal care maybe mm-hmm. but the Juliet has a gun perfumes mm-hmm. I just love so much I have like a couple of them for like every season I have one and they're just so cool like I feel yeah. like a cool kid when I wear them
0: yeah they are
1: very cool that's like
0: the best word to describe them is just cool yeah like <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check out the Belief True Crime or True Cream Aqua Balm. I said True Crime. No, True Cream.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I think I got it in like a gift set thing. Like it came with a bunch of other Belief items, which is how Mm. I usually get my skincare because I always want to just start with like a small amount. Yeah. Yeah, so if it doesn't work, but then it's I've repurchased it twice wow because i love it yeah Yeah. i love that so much okay what about fashion tag
0: did you have any like key pieces that you were like this is a game changer and was so worth the money Mm. or just like general looks you were loving
1: yeah well okay the first thing i'll say is levi's wedgie fit jeans are my favorite i literally i wear my pair of levi's jeans so much that i rip them and -hmm. then i go and repurchase the exact same pair that's how much i love them if you've seen a picture of me on instagram nine times out of ten i'm wearing these jeans because i'm obsessed (laughs) with them they're like so flattering they're high-waisted but not like obnoxiously so right and I don't know. I just love them. They're kind of a middle ground between like pure mom jeans and skinny jeans. Like they're still tight, but they're not skinny jeans. Mm. And they're just perfect. They like hit my legs perfectly cuz I'm tall. Yeah. And I'm just obsessed with them.
0: Yeah. And I feel like jeans it's one of those things where when you find like what works for you, just buy it like a yeah. million times over, you know? Like Yeah. I know people go on, like, hunts for, like, the perfect jeans. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, they're my favorites. Yeah. What about you?
0: For this category, I was – I shop a lot and Mm. I – I don't know. Like, I just try to think of things that were absolute game changers for me and, like, things where I'm, like, I will never go back – And the first thing that came to mind was I made my first Lululemon purchase this year Mm. and I'm obsessed with everything I bought. And it was just like a few like tops, but the sports bras are actual game changers. And specifically my favorite one is the Swift Speed bra. I'm like have a larger chest. So sports bras are just something that I dread buying. I dread wearing them. I hate everything about sports bras, but these ones, when I put Mm -hmm. them on, I'm like, first of all, these are actually, like, high support and, like, what I need to, like, go for a run and, you know, actually, like, be active. But when I put it on, I just Mm -hmm. feel empowered to be athletic. Like, I'm wearing Mm -hmm. Lululemon. I'm equipped to, like, perform my best. Like, I don't know. It's definitely a mindset thing, but that was something where I was like, it was expensive, but I will kind of like your jeans I will buy it a million times over
1: (laughs) yeah yeah Lululemon has the best yoga mat that I have ever used like I was through and through team like cheap yoga mat because I was like who cares they're all the same buy the cheap one and then I kept using cheap ones and they would like disintegrate you know and it gets like kind of pilly and like yeah. starts to stick to your hands and stuff yeah, yeah. so that would always happen and then it got to the point where I was like like I take yoga seriously I'm doing it pretty frequently I should treat myself and buy a I don't even know how expensive they are like 60 dollars or something ridiculous but I was like I'm just gonna do it and I'm gonna be the cool kid at the yoga class with my lululemon and now like I cannot imagine using another mat really okay yeah, this like is interesting changing. yeah i've
0: my sister and i have both been on the fence about trying their mats yeah the thing that has stopped i think both of us but especially me was people saying it stains really bad and this might just like spiral oh. into a huge Lululemon lemon conversation that <laughs> people are like okay <laughs> this was not not part of the the favorites but well, I guess it is because you're saying it's your favorite yoga mat. But anyways, they were saying they stain really bad. and
1: Like your clothes or the ground? The No,
0: the mat itself. So in hot yoga, it just oh. makes awful stains on your mat where it doesn't look good and just like oh. looks disgusting. So I haven't been to a yoga class in a long time since my studio closed down, yeah. but my preferred yoga is hot yoga. So I was like, I don't want that to happen. And like, even people were saying when they put towels down and stuff, it's still really stained. So I was like, Hmm, this is kind of turning me off. That's so so I haven't tried it. Yeah. I haven't spent much money on a yoga mat. Like I usually just get one from winners yeah. and I don't know. I feel like I should just bite the bullet and like, try it. My I sister did should. a whole bunch of research. Like she's like, pages yeah. into reviews like reading up on things before she buys so she bought a different brand I forget what it is it was also really expensive mm-hmm. but she really likes it so I was like hey maybe I'll buy that but I need just to find a new yoga studio since mine closed down yeah <laughs> and then I'm like hey then I will get a yoga mat and we will be back yeah wear my lululemon sports bra with my new mat live in my best life yeah but interesting I'll maybe have to re start my like research on yoga mats again after this
1: conversation (laughs) yeah well I used one in like a class where it was like they supplied the mats Mm -hmm. and it's like what I really like about it is I'm a very sweaty person even not in hot yoga I like it's hard for me to do yoga because my hands slip whereas like the lululemons mats it's not a problem at all my hands don't slip at all and i love how thick they are so it doesn't feel like i'm putting pressure on my wrists or like pressures on my knee knees if i'm in a certain pose and i have it in black so maybe that helps with the staining okay like because i've never noticed that as a problem but anyways i love my sorry to get us (laughs) sidetracked
0: no that was good i enjoyed that
1: (laughs) yeah but back to fashion
0: (laughs) yeah Um, what else was on your list for fashion
1: Well, I was going to mention that this is the first year. This is so lame of me to say this. But this is the first year that I started shopping at Aritzia. Mm. And I always thought Aritzia was, like, overhyped and overpriced. And I just had, like, bad associations with it due to, like, some of the people in my life who I knew shopped there. Yeah. But I'm just, like, what a fool I've been. (laughs) Like, some of my most, like, flattering clothes, I feel like, came from there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you want to
0: know, like, something random is, I think 2021, I read an article that was, like, 2021 was the best financial year for Aritzia ever. Like, despite the Mm. pandemic, despite, you know, some of their stores not being open in Canada, like, it was the best year they've ever had. And I think it, they just took off, like, Aritzia is a Canadian company. So I feel like we've known about it forever. And we have those kind of, like, preconceived notions about people who shop there or in my experience it's the people who work there like I'm like that was my entire school program where they all worked at a Ritzea and it was like oh Oh. okay you think you're better than everybody else but anyways I feel like now they're just like I don't know just yeah really really good and like quality
1: basics Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah definitely that's what like my favorite pieces are like like I have a long sleeve black shirt So it's like, you feel like you could buy that anywhere, but it's like the fit of it. And the fact like the sleeves aren't too short on me because I'm so tall and it's just like so flattering. Or I bought a dress there to go like to attend a wedding. And it's just Mm -hmm. like so flattering for just like a simple dress. Yeah. I don't know. I just love it.
0: Yeah. I think speaking of just like favorite stores to shop at. I'm gonna say it Abercrombie man Abercrombie Mm. is my go-to for everything I also bought a dress there that I wore to a wedding I bought one of my favorite bathing suits there I bought I buy basically everything from Abercrombie and I remember (laughs) two years ago texting my friend and being like girl I gotta tell you Abercrombie's back and she was just like Mm -hmm. yeah okay sure whatever and then sure enough like TikTok blows up Abercrombie jeans and like everyone's like oh my god Abercrombie Mm. Abercrombie I also read a case study on like how successful Abercrombie was this year like I just love them so much I think they don't really go on sale as much anymore like two years ago when people didn't know they were back yet they were on sale like every weekend and it was awesome but I am obsessed especially with the bathing suit that I got like I'm someone who's very picky with bathing suits. It needs to have an underwire on the top, it needs to be high-rise bottoms. And I found that at Abercrombie and spent a shit ton of money with the full intention of returning <laughs> it. And I tried it on and I was like, nope, this is everything I didn't even know I like wanted or like needed. So definitely shout out to Abercrombie. <laughs> Abercrombie and Aritzia were the most basic, <laughs> basic girls, yeah. but living our best life. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like throwing it back to high school.
0: Yeah. The other, the last thing that I was obsessed with this year that falls under the fashion category, I bought these sunglasses from American Eagle and they are the best sunglasses I've owned in a long time. They're just called the Tortoise Mm -hmm. Clubmaster Sunglasses, but I just bought them like by fluke. I think I added them to my basket to get free shipping one time. They were on sale for Mm -hmm. like 10 bucks. And guys, they look good with everything. Like I wore them religiously. And one day, like a few months ago, I left them in my shopping cart at the grocery store. And I remember putting them down being like, oh, no, I'm going to forget that I put these here. But I was just like in a rush. And I left them in my cart. I got home, unpacked my groceries. I went back to the store looking for these sunglasses. That's how much I love them. I couldn't find them. So before I even left the store, I checked to see if they were still online and sure enough, ordered a new pair. They came like Mm. two days later. Like I just love them so much. So again, so basic, so easy. They're not anything special, you know, like just cheap, like $20 sunglasses, but they were like my favorite, like piece of fashion throughout the entire summer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> even now i'm still like where are my american eagle sunglasses
1: <laughs> yeah my favorite pair of sunglasses are actually from airy mm. so there you go there you are related brands yeah. because i need sunglasses that are big enough for my big giant head yeah and it's like the only store where i can get them without the sunglasses like looking weird and they're
0: inexpensive you know like yeah I don't know I feel like for me anyway sunglasses I just throw into my purse so they easily get scratched or just like bent out of shape or whatever so I'm not gonna spend a lot on sunglasses so
1: American Eagle Aerie that's where it's at so good this is maybe my last point on fashion but Aerie also has great scrunchies Mm. This is very random, but they're always <laughs> something that like if it's like you need something to get free shipping, always go for their scrunchies because they're so mm. good. Like they spell s- spelled they sell sports scrunchies for like working out that are like Lululemon material mm. and like they sell like normal like in silk scrunchies and stuff, but they're very good for yeah. a scrunchie. Yeah,
0: I'll have to check that out. Okay. What about just general purchases? So outside of beauty, fashion, those sorts of things, was mm-hmm. there anything you bought this year that you were like, yes, this is a game changer. How did I live without it before this year?
1: Yeah, definitely our car. This was our first mm. ever car purchase. And ah. it was like such a, like a long time planning, yeah. even though now thinking back on it, it's like, it's, that's so stupid. Like our car was very, very cheap. So it's like, why was this such a big deal? Yeah. But I feel it's just one of those it's milestones. It's just so much nicer. Yeah. yeah. It's like
0: first car. Like, I feel that's even yeah. like such a milestone. It'll be like a like security question when you forget your password. You know, it's like, what was yeah. your first car? Like, it's just so memorable. Yeah. yeah. That is good.
1: Yeah. So I don't have a name for my car yet. I feel like we should like put up a poll on our Instagram or something. Yes. With, like, Because I need a name for I've named every car like I've had cars in the past where it's like my parents old car if they got a new one and they Mm -hmm. all had names but I still just haven't figured out what the vibe of this car is yet I haven't got any bumper stickers like nothing to hang (laughs) from the mirror so I don't know she needs personality the listeners yeah Yeah. I love what does she look like or he I don't know it could be a he yeah
0: okay Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll put that as a question on our Instagram story. <laughs> so go yeah, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. At our Golden Twenties. Follow us. <laughs>
1: yeah. I love that.
0: I don't think I had any like life-changing general purchases. Like I was looking around my house, like I was like, sure, like I'm sure I bought something for my apartment that I love. But I really mm. couldn't think of anything amazing. But the one thing I do think was worth the investment was I upgraded my phone this year and I bought the Mm -hmm. iPhone 12 Pro in January. And I love it. Like, I know just last week we were talking about how I've been using it for like the sleep and do not disturb function. Yeah. I think that's really great. The camera's really great. I just love it. I love it a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like with things that you use every day, it's worth the investment. Like, if you use your phone every day, why Mm -hmm. not have a nice phone or it's the same like when my husband buys new glasses like it's like you wear glasses every single day like those are the things that That are worth it's okay to splurge on yeah so so true yeah that's my pep talk (laughs) I love that
0: well you know me I'm like it's I'm very easily am swayed to be like yeah it was worth the investment (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I I feel this is a a, like reasonable, good way to look at it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, getting away from like, I guess, things we've purchased and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What are your favorite like moments from the year, would you say? Yeah, I feel like
0: I was thinking about this and I was like, I don't even remember what happened this year versus what happened last year versus what happened in 2019. Yeah. Like it is so yeah. hard to keep the year straight, but this year was the year we got vaccinated and like, that mm. feels like it happened two years ago at this point. But I feel like just yeah. like a top moment, you know, it was like across the world, you know, vaccine started well, were approved and started, like, being distributed. So, mm-hmm. like, I remember getting vaccinated both days. I had great experiences both times. And it was just, like, a key moment. Obviously, mm. things started to feel a little more hopeful. Things started to open up again. Like, I think that was obviously mm-hmm. at the top of my list for key moments.
1: Yeah. One of the the things for some reason this just sticks in my mind so much but the election being this year i think because it was Mm -hmm. like at the start of this year so it was like this is 2021 yeah but elections just like i don't know they get me hyped for some reason yeah like i just love the idea of like democracy and (laughs) i was just like very invested in it like i would watch cnn for like 12 hours a day So that, I feel like that will be a moment that when I think of, I'll be like, oh yeah, that was 2021. Right. Yeah. I love that.
0: And honestly, like, I feel like we have people listening from all over the world. We're obviously based in Canada, but it's like the American election in specific is like, obviously shapes.
1: It feels bigger than our elections.
0: It does. Yeah. Like we also had an election this year, even though it was a joke election, like, you know, yeah. we're, we're not going to remember that. But I think, like, American politics really do shape other countries a lot. So it is memorable for us, even though we're Canadian. Yeah. Mm. This is, okay, kind of going into, like, some fun things and just, like, viral moments or, like, memes and pop culture, those sorts of things. Mm. One thing that came to mind was the Oprah Winfrey, Meghan Markle... And, like, Prince Harry interview. I loved it. Like, I like Meghan Markle. So I really enjoyed, like, the special. But I really loved, like, all the memes that came out of it. Like, I remember using Mm -hmm. them with, like, my friends at work. And, like, it was just so iconic. Also, for me, it was, like, the return of Oprah. Because I, like, I feel like I love Oprah. But I really haven't, like, kept up with her at all. So this special kind of, like you know, brought back my love for Oprah. Now she's done, like, the special with Adele. And, like, I don't know. I just thought that was worth mentioning.
1: Yeah, definitely. One thing that I also feel like is was a very exciting moment for 2021 was the Montreal Canadiens making it to the Stanley Cup playoffs. <laughs> for yeah. the Canadian listeners, you know how big of a deal that is. But, yeah, yes. it was just crazy and like the hype was very real and even though they didn't win it was like them making it to the playoffs I was like I'm good with this like yeah. this is all I could have dreamed of yeah so I do feel good. like yeah our
0: Toronto listeners probably don't like
1: yeah the best this, was when they beat but- Toronto <laughs> actually <laughs> 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 that might have been better than them making the playoffs, the playoffs. <laughs> so yeah. funny just that yeah. like to making the finals just I don't know. It's like a rivalry. So when your team in the rivalry like gets it done, it's like you have fuel for the next 10 years. Yeah. 100%. So that was nice.
0: Yeah. I think also kind of in the sports world, like the Raptors coming back home was a big one. Like I remember watching their first game in Toronto and the commentators Mm -hmm. being like, this feels like a playoff game, like a game seven playoff game. And it felt that way even watching it on TV, but it was just like yeah, after a year of them being on the road, I don't know. I think especially since their 2019 like playoff run and obviously like championship win, I really feel like the Raptors like, bring the city together and like really have like a community behind it. And I don't know, brings people together if it's just people chatting on the bus and gives people like common ground to talk about. And I felt like that was back. So I think that was also a big like moment for Toronto for sports and just like, yeah, Mm -hmm. 2021 in general.
1: Yeah. The last thing I had on my list is Instagram adding pronouns to like their bio as like an option i just think that's yeah. so cool yeah and like my work we've always had like pronouns in our email signatures because mm-hmm. we have some like trans workers yeah but it, it's sometimes met with like sassy comments back yeah So it's, like, nice to see it kind of more normalized. Exactly. Not to mention, sometimes I'm, like, I just genuinely want to know. Like, if I come across someone I don't know on Instagram, I'm, like, I want to know what your pronouns are. Like, this is me being the nosy person. Yeah. And so it just feels like something that Instagram has always had, but it did happen this year. So I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah.
1: 100%.
0: And I feel like since, like you said, like, social media is kind of, like... Well, it is very consumer centric, obviously, and like Mm -hmm. people driven. You know what I mean? Like any shifts in society, you feel it on social media instantly. So Mm -hmm. I think that was good. And ever since kind of that shift has started happening and people have started tapping into it a bit more and like companies and whatnot, that's when the companies I've worked for started adding it to their signatures. Like that wasn't something we had before, but. Both companies I've worked for this year, it is now part of our email signature. So I do think that is definitely, yeah, a memorable moment. Yeah. Yeah. Culture shift. (laughs) Yeah. The last two things I thought of in terms of like, these are more like meme culture and like Mm -hmm. viral internet things, but they both like (laughs) make me laugh out loud remembering them. And again, I think it's because I just can remember like examples of using these memes with like my friends at work and just like my friends in Mm -hmm. general and just like so so funny but the weekend's halftime show again big moment for Canadians with Mm -hmm. the weekend doing the halftime show (laughs) at the Super Bowl but his me or the memes that came out of his performance where he was like in the mirror room and he was like frantic and lost and like looked like he didn't know where he
1: was going. (laughs)
0: The memes that came out of that were so funny like and they were instant you guys know we're already talking about how like instant social media is but like so so funny and at work they were a huge thing like my boss was the funniest guy at my last job and like he Mm -hmm. would just use them like in meetings where we were both on camera and it was like a really serious meeting but then he would like throw these memes and being like us right now as they're like trying to navigate this slide or whatever it was Mm -hmm. and it was just the funniest thing. Also in memes was the Bernie Sanders at the presidential inauguration. That Classic. so funny as well with his little mittens and his mask sitting in his chair. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It was so funny. I remember even my sister sending me some that were like of Bernie Sanders, but like it was related to like music academia, what she studies. And it was just like, right, I just yeah. love how literally anybody can turn these to be relevant to their interest and whatever which is obviously the whole point of a meme but those are just two Mm -hmm. super memorable ones that like i said when i think about them i just laugh out loud
1: yeah so i think for our last kind of category we're going to talk about like our favorite social media influencers youtubers tiktokers Mm -hmm. instagrammers that kind of thing. So who were your favorites? Okay,
0: so I really just have two worth mentioning. Like I watch a shit Mm. ton of YouTube and also obviously I'm consuming so much content on Instagram specifically, not so much on TikTok, but I'm trying my best and (laughs) I feel like my TikTok consumption is slowly going up. But again, going back to my skincare concerns, I found Helen Owen on Instagram and YouTube and I love her. So she has like, I think 1.6 million followers. So you guys probably already know who she is, but how I found Mm -hmm. her was actually on YouTube. And she was talking about her acne journey, I guess, or just like her story. Mm -hmm. And when I look at her, like she's absolutely stunning and just like such, just a pretty person who lives this absolutely beautiful life. And she, like, she just has crazy insecurities about her skin and she's you know, gone through so much with her skin. So that's why I really resonated with her and started following her. Now I just like, I love seeing all her travels and like, I just think she's Mm -hmm. just such a like warm, good, like feel good content person. So she's definitely become one of my
1: favorites. Yeah. Probably my favorite, I guess, content creator we'll call her of the year is Brittany Broski. Who Mm. is better known as Kombucha Girl by some, but she's like a TikToker, a YouTuber, and she just cracks me up. Like, her type of humor is exactly my type of humor. Some of the stuff, and she, like, I follow all of her, like, alt TikTok accounts because they're just like unhinged and crack me Mm. up. Like, A couple weeks ago, she got an iPad and then she just made like a series of the most unhinged TikToks about getting an iPad. (laughs) And she just cracks me up. And like her YouTube channel, she does some like collabs with some of my favorite drag queens. And she's just so, so funny. I love that. Yeah.
0: I think the last person I feel like worth mentioning in this category is Danielle Carolyn. And I know her because I listen to Gals on the Go podcast and mm-hmm. absolutely love it I actually should have probably mentioned it as one of my like podcasts of the year oh yeah but mm-hmm. she just moved to New York and you guys already know this about me but I have a soft spot for New York I love anything New York content Gossip Girl Sex in the City like YouTube basically all my, mm-hmm. the YouTubers I watch are New York based so when she moved to New York I became obsessed with her YouTube videos they're like she posts on Sundays and Wednesdays and I'm like Sunday it's the first thing I watch in the morning like Wednesdays as soon Mm -hmm. as work is done I watch it like it's literally like a reoccurring tv show that's how like tapped into her youtube channel I am so again I also just love her vibe I think she's just like super like warm and genuine and I just love watching her content also like follow her on tiktok Mm -hmm. and instagram too but yeah Mm -hmm. she's also younger than us so I feel like I don't know I feel like I watch her content with like big sister vibes like
1: mm-hmm.
0: where she's like figuring things out and I'm like oh yes I remember when I learned that or like yeah
1: yeah. she says
0: things and I'm just like oh she's so cute because like she's like two three years younger than us but still
1: I really love her content. yeah one tiktoker that I love which I feel like the whole world loves because she has like 8 million followers on TikTok (laughs) but it's Emily Mariko I don't know if that's how you say it but she went like viral this year for her salmon recipes she basically just cooks yeah but her videos are just like so satisfying like they're almost ASMR and it's all about like Healthy eating and trying to eat like good whole foods. And she shows you like how she makes it. And her kitchen's just like aesthetic. And yeah. So I enjoy her content too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like something I just want to say, like generically speaking, I know I'm not like the hugest TikTok user. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, f- I hope this comes off like genuine still. But what I love <laughs> about TikTok is just in general is just how it, Like I feel like Instagram got to a point where it's just like we follow influencers that have millions of followers and use all these really expensive products and go on all these really fancy trips Mm -hmm. and it's just not attainable or achievable for the regular person. But what I love about TikTok and I feel like really blew up this year just in general with TikTok blowing up is how normal people – are romanticizing their everyday life and the most mundane things if it's cooking salmon or whatever
1: and Mm -hmm.
0: are going viral and I find it really inspires me and like empowers me to view my life that way like I don't know I just find it really Mm -hmm. like really good social media obviously there's like dark sides to it still too but like just in general (laughs) I feel like that was a highlight of 2021 for me
1: yeah definitely well that's why all the people I feel like I enjoy on TikTok it's like I follow them because I feel like I'm hanging out with friends whereas like some of the people I follow on Instagram it's like I follow them because I just like to see how beautiful their life is and it's kind of like I use them for different things yeah I think
0: yeah. And like 2021 was the year keeping up with our Kardashians like called it quits. And like I remember yeah. I feel like it was a TikTok I saw where this girl was like I feel people are over or are going to very soon be over these extremely curated lives shown on social media. Yeah. And you know like yeah. those kind of reality TV shows following celebrities because it's like we just don't relate to that. And there is that yeah. kind of shift that we're talking about, like in the social space where it's like, it's just like a space to be real, you know, and like actually connect mm-hmm. with people and you can't connect with people who live these seemingly beautiful, amazing, perfect lives, you know? So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is that everything
1: in our favorites? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So this many. Was, yeah. This was so I guess so it was fun. a good year. <laughs> Yeah, I
0: know. I was thinking about it and I was like, we're going to do like a kind of like year review, just like in general, like 2021 reflection is what Mm -hmm. I'm looking for. And I feel like that might be like a bit of a downer just because this year sucked. I feel for everybody just because it was, you know, year two of living Mm -hmm. in a Mm -hmm. pandemic, but this episode was fun. It was good to like, be like, Not everything about this year sucked, you know, or like there was still really good things that came from this year as well. So I enjoyed this so much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Life still goes on. Yeah. It's a good reminder, I think, sometimes that even when it's like, you know, you're locked in your house because of a pandemic, it's like there's still, you know, content creators out there that you haven't discovered or music you haven't listened to or books you haven't read yet. And that's the stuff that makes up your life yeah those small moments really do yeah yeah all right well thanks everyone for listening we would love to hear about your favorites so please share with us because i feel like we like we can see some of your stats as listeners Mm -hmm. Which is maybe creepy for you to hear as a listener, but like we can see like your most played Spotify artists and stuff out of like all our listeners, and I feel like it's very much in line with us what you and I listen to, Sadie. Yeah, yeah. I feel like hearing your favorites might help us discover new favorites for next year. Totally so yeah definitely share that you can follow us on instagram tiktok pinterest spotify at our golden 20s we also have a patreon page and i just wanted to thank you so much for listening
0: amazing we will see you guys next tuesday